Welcome to Crank and Sprockets, a weekly column podcast that answers your questions, provides insights and advice, and starts a conversation about bicycles. In this episode, we'll meet a mountain biker from Colorado who managed to golf the back nine while competing in the now legendary Leadville 100 race and wants to know if it's possible to bow hunt on his mountain bike with a bob trailer. An embryologist from a ranch in Kansas who breeds cattle and wants to know why she can't get air into a tube on her electric cruiser. But hey, don't tell her horse she'll be riding without him. And finally, right here and right now, we'll meet Alan Dowdy from the iconic band Jesus Jones and the Waco Brothers. Al's become an advocate for enjoying long bike rides away from the maddening city that are 100% Donald and Boris free. Hey, welcome to Crank and Sprockets. Who do we have on the line today? Hey, it's uh, Dave. I'm calling in from uh, Pagosa Springs, Colorado. Ooh, man, Pagosa Springs. Hey, dude, that that's kind of near Leadville, and I've, I, that's on my list, man. I've always wanted to do the Leadville 100. I, it just sounds like an amazing race. Do the second one. No, 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 Leadville no. Number two, yeah. No. There were only 230 entrants that, <laughs> that year. I think it's like thousands now, isn't it? It's something like that, oh, three or four thousand. It's got to be. <laughs> hardest part is getting on the list, I guess. <laughs> so, how did you do in your uh, the number two race? Did you finish? The number two was pretty good. Then we returned to do it again, and um, so the fifty mile point is this big climb, and you top out, I think, at twelve thousand feet. <laughs> nice. And, um, it's like a ten mile climb, and then the uh, and then there's a downhill segment, and I flatted descending twice and, <laughs> and I, and I was so frustrated, but then I continued to descend and I hear the rattling of chain, you know, <laughs> chains on, on chain stays, um, as we're, as we're downhilling. And I was just like, I'm not letting these downhillers pass me. I pass them on the climb, you know? And, um, so I'm just, get out of the saddle and start kind of hammering it a little bit. And then I'm riding and I'm thinking I'm not catching anyone. <laughs> and then I look down and there, there are no knobby marks, no, no, no tracks. tire tracks yeah, no, no on single the trail tracks. I'm on. And I'm like, where am I? Um, <laughs> the next thing I know, I come out on the highway. Um, You're going to Pagosa uh, Springs. Golf course. And I, <laughs> I ride down the road for a ways, and then I look, and I can see off in the distance at the uh, the mile seventy checkpoint. And I'm like, oh no! Did you so did I, did you play through? Did you play through? <laughs> <laughs> really good, yeah. I was, I was under, under par, let's say. And um, so then I I I got back on the dirt and and rode up. And at the time, I don't know if they're doing it this way anymore, but the founder of the Leadville 100, Ken Clover, yeah. he has this huge blunderbuss. It's like, <laughs> it's like old shotgun. And at the 12-hour cutoff point, he, <laughs> he walks out and he fires the gun off. And I see him walking out and I'm so fried. And it's a climb up into the town of Leadville. And he fires the blunderbuss like 20 yards in front of me. And I... <laughs> 
I missed the cutoff time. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but how, how'd you do on the back nine, though? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I shot a vulture and an eagle. <laughs> well, hey, Dave. Oh, nice. Um, great story, man. Hey, so what's your story for or your question for Crankin's Rockets today? <laughs> well, so I'm a I'm something of a backcountry hunter, yeah. and I I hunt elk and deer archery. Oh, wow. And, yeah, um, yeah. But the once you fill the fill your tag and you you shoot an elk yeah the work really starts i yeah. mean we're hauling some last two years ago i made two trips of had to be 100 pounds on my pack man three yeah. miles wow. um each way so it makes for a really long day and i'm just wondering is anybody developing a system or a trailer that could haul that kind of weight yeah yeah well first let me say man uh Nice. I, I I grew up in an archery family, so way to go. I, I you know I hunting is is such a you know if you do it the way it's supposed to be done, so way to go, man. The, I can't say enough good things yeah. about archers. So, um, but yeah, they, this is interesting. A friend of mine um, is a lawyer in the Denver area, and I was talking to him a while back. And of all things, we were talking about you know trailers, and he said, yeah, you know, crazy thing is, is I'm a backcountry hunter as well. And he said, I took my kids old burly. And I converted it, did some welding fabrication. He goes, and I actually pull it behind my bike now. And I'd never heard of this. And I, cause you know, most people horseback haul it by foot, like you did hoof it or, um, yeah. you know, or use an ATV or something like that. Um, so yeah, he, he's doing it. So there, there actually are companies out there now, like, you know, doing custom Bob trailers. Um, you probably though could find, you know, one, you know, Craigslist or, or, you know, um, ebay or something or even locally see because the biggest thing you know you you know the usual travails you're gonna have to deal with you know weight you're gonna have to see what kind of wheels it's got on it um what kind of surface space but but yeah people are using bob trailers to haul out um you know their 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 deer or elk or goat um the other thing too though is you got to think about the bike um you know a mountain bike in the old days you know mountain bike that would have been it you know fat tire right. might be something to consider um, there's mm -hmm. actually a company out of Colorado called Quiet Cat, and they're making these insanely just incredible pieces of equipment. They're uh, fat tire bikes in both an e-bike and then also just a standard bike, camo and everything, man. You're all set to go. But, you know, that I, I, for pulling a trailer, you might want to think about that as well simply because of conditions, you know, mud or if you right. get into a situation with snow. But, um, but I think, you know, given that you've done the lead bill and got a back nine in um, all in one day <laughs> – I think, I think, you know, I think your mountain bike's probably gonna be great. And, 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 you know, I, I imagine with that weight though, brakes. So obviously you're going to want, you know, your disc brakes, you know, the old day V brakes would have been a little, little sketchy. Um, but yeah, but yeah I, I think check it out, man. I, I think you ought to be in great shape and see what you can do there. And, um, you know, and, and let us know how it goes, man. I mean, you know, send us an email or, or call back in and tell us, we want to hear how that goes. And, um, and then also let us know if you're able to get any golfing in while you're out in the in the backcountry. That would be kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely will. All right, man. Thanks, Dave, for calling in from Bogosa. <laughs> yep. Take cool. care. Take care, man. Bye. Imagine what it must have been like to ride in the second edition of the now legendary Leadville 100 race. Dave, you're able to do the back nine and were almost shot by a blunderbust for barely missing the cutoff. Hey, good luck with this season's hunt, Dave, and stay in touch, man. Hey, welcome to Crack and Sprockets. Who do we have on the line today? 
Hi, my name is Sarah from Westmoreland, Kansas. Ah, Kansas. Um, you guys have a lot of um, tornadoes out there, don't you? Yeah, we actually had one yesterday. I was kidding. Sorry. <laughs> so, so tell us a little about yourself. What do you do in Kansas, Sarah? Um, I am a bovine embryologist. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's easy for you to say. What is that? What, what, do, you, what do you breed cattle or what, what do you do? That's interesting. Um, I play with the embryos. I help veterinarians take them out of the cows, and then we process them and either freeze or transfer them into um, recipient cows. Okay, well, that, that's that's interesting. Um, and and uh, so you live in Kansas. Uh, I bet you live on a ranch. Do you live on a ranch or a big farm or something? Or yeah, I live on. We call it a ranch, but it's more of a horse stable. So you've got a horse. Ah, nice. Or horses. <laughs> yep, I have a horse. So, so okay. So you've got a horse. You live in Kansas. You're working in the, you know, in the the bovine, um, you know, business. Um, do you ride a bike? Do you have a bike or? Yeah, I do have a bike. I try to ride it every once in a while. <laughs> in between riding the horse. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, cool. Well, well, Sarah, what's your question for Crank and Sprockets? What can we help you with today? Well, I have an Electra Beach Cruiser. Nice. And I, yeah, I put an inner tube on the back tire, and it has too short of a valve. <laughs> so uh -oh. now I can't get the cap off to fill it with air. So what should I do? <laughs> you know, it's that this issue actually it's not that uncommon there, there's so many different size rims and things yeah. you know in the old days it was 27 inch 20 inch you know 26 700 you know um for the, the road bikes and and things are pretty standard you know traditional um you know but now because of cruisers like yours because of fat tire bikes mm -hmm. because of mountain bikes um there's a lot of different things going on with stems um so i, I so it, help me here. You probably have a Schrader valve on it, and that that would look like one on your car tire. Is that right? Kind of a big round one, um, with threads on yes. it. Yes. Okay. Cool. Yep. That's cool. it. Yep. Exactly. So yeah. So here's what happened. You bought the wrong length. Um, and the there's three. There were two original sizes. There was one that was a 32 millimeter, which is kind of like one and a, one inch and a quarter. There was a 40, which was considered long back then, you know, uh, probably mm -hmm. 1.5 1 inches or one and a half inches. And now because of the new bikes, um, there's a two inch, which is actually a 48. Um, so much, much longer. Um, and that's what you need. So, yeah, you could maybe you can get the 40 in there, but I bet you bought a 32. The 48 will play it safe. Now, I'm going to guess you closest bike store is probably it's a drive isn't it probably an hour away or something where you live yeah it's a little bit yeah yep so so in probably big box stores um it might be a little bit tougher to find a 48 without going to a bike store so so here's what i suggest you do go on the internet um you know just google that you're looking for a 48 uh, millimeter schrader it's um s-c-h-r-a-d-e-r -E schrader valve tube and you know what, Sarah? Probably buy two of them. They're not that. They're not that expensive. Probably like seven bucks. Okay. And and yeah. just order that thing. Have it delivered to you. Um, that way you don't have to mess around. You don't have to go driving anywhere. Um, and probably easier because a bike shop definitely will have the the. They call them kind of like custom now. You know, lengths for for the the new types of bikes. But that should do it. You should be all set. Then um. And, okay, um, great. Yeah, that way you can get that tube swapped out, pump it full air, and you should be able to go for a ride. Your horse will be envious or jealous, but <laughs> but you'll be able to ride. So yeah. cool. Well, cool. Well, thanks. Um, 
Well, good luck in Kansas, Sarah. Hey, send us an email or give us a shout back and, and just let us know how it goes. Let us know if you're able to get that taken care of and if you're back on your electric cruiser. All right? All right. Sounds cool. good. Yeah. Take care of yourself. Thanks, Sarah. All right. Thanks. Yep. Bye. Right back. So cool that Sarah rides a cruiser on a ranch in Kansas. Hey, and with the new tube, she'll be cruising around and making her horse jealous again. Hey, wonder if it's possible to round up some little doggies on a bicycle. Well, it's that time in this episode of Crank and Sprockets where we have a conversation with our celebrity guest. And we're psyched this week to have Alan Dowdy, bass player from Jesus Jones and the Waco Brothers, as our celebrity caller. During our conversation, we uncover some interesting facts of Al's past that even his closest friends may not know, including his hill climbing rides as a kid around the beautiful Bath region of England. Alan Doughty, welcome to Crankin' Sprockets, man. Thank you, Chris. Uh, tell us a little something about yourself, man. Where'd you grow up, and, and how did how did Jesus Jones and, and come to be? You know, what, what was kind of the genesis or the background on that? Well, I mean, I grew up in the West Country originally, and I, I moved around a little bit, but uh, Plymouth and Bath were my, my, the main two places that I, that I grew up. Um, but I, had, as far as Jesus Jones, um, I had uh, I just dropped out of college. Um, I, I went to college for six months. I managed six months. <laughs> Before uh, in in an in a agricultural horticultural college, when I, when I realized wow. that I didn't just want to learn how to grow grass or uh, or dig dig ditches, I mean, it wasn't fun <laughs> at eighteen. You know, it might be fine now, but um, so I got I dropped out of of college um, and and I, and I came back to Bath uh, and I I previously uh, played when my when I first started playing bass. Uh, I played with my father's jazz band occasionally. Yeah, oh, West Country is a hotbed, hotbed of really, really good jazz. And when we moved up to Bath from Plymouth, he got all these really cool young uh, jazz. When his bass player couldn't make it, instead of forking out for uh, for somebody else, he just got me on the cheap. Nice. And, and, and I, I was I was still at school when I started doing that. Yeah. Probably why I dropped I dropped out of school when I was sixteen. Wow, because that's cool. what I was going to do. I'm now I'm just going to go and play bass and pops. That was my exit interview. But, <laughs> nice. Um, so, so, so there I am, like at eighteen, uh, working on a building site. <laughs> and um, but the uh, the uh, the guitar player in my uh, in, in my in my father's band was also the musician's union secretary. Oh. And uh, and he he met he met uh, Mike the singer and Jen the drummer. They were in a heavy metal band uh, called Marshall Howe. Okay, uh, that did quite well in in the early eighties. They won a big rock and roll competition. Huh. Um, yeah, there was a big kind of a rock band, Bath Rock '82, I think it was called, and yep. uh, and I, you know, my, the band that I was with, which was a, a not very good psychobilly band, got got booted in the first <laughs> got booted in the first round. But, but I remember it. going to see these guys and thinking, well, "What a bunch of jerks!" <laughs> you know, <and> <laughs> they come here with you, and I was, and I loved having that. I loved DC, and and they, and they and they they were, I mean, they were totally DC, really. That was that was their shtick, and, uh, and what a bunch of jerks! I like them better than us. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. They won. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but they but they were looking for um, they were they were looking for a bass player. That band had broken up, and they and they happened to be looking for a bass player. And they went to this guy Ned, uh, who was a guitar player, and said, "We can't find anybody. They're, they're in a village outside Bath. We can't find anybody here. Do you know anybody in the area that might want to do it?" And, and that's that's how I got that's there. You were the weird way that I hooked up with that. That's that story. Probably I don't know if that wow. translates. Wow, there's a lot of bag of full from yeah. that. <laughs> 
but no, it's I because love it. I, because I played because I played trad jazz and and didn't like digging dishes. Uh, auditioned for them and I and I didn't know any of the parts because I didn't bother rehearsing. Uh, <laughs> and the only other guy that showed up looked like a fish. So, <laughs> so, they, so they had to take me. <laughs> and about and about. Uh, so we moved to London about six months later, and you do the thing where you you know we lived in an attic for yeah. Yeah, for a few, you know, I think about a year in that in that attic apartment within the northeast London, and you put all your money into into your rehearsals and your demo tapes, and you go around fly posting, and yeah, yeah, um, and, and I think it was like three years. We were there maybe three years, three four years doing that, uh, and uh, and finally it just paid off. We got the yeah. right demo to them. That was Info Freako. That, that was the song. That was our first single, and I think it was released as as its original version, right. pretty much. Um, yeah, great and, song. And, and that was kind of it. And along the way, we picked up, you know, Jerry on guitar and right at the end, Ian, uh, we needed somebody to dance around. Yeah. Dance around the stage and, you know, give, give, give a bit of a visual and press all of I the wonder, buttons that made all the bleedy sounds, you know? Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Who is that guy? Who was that guy? No, I, I've seen him dancing around back That's then Ian, in the day. Ian, yeah. Ian Baker. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's now, he's now our manager. Because <laughs> he was always the sappy one with the money. Yeah, uh, nice, so, uh, nice, yeah. So he, he's, he, but he, um, he's, he was a. He became an ex. He was a. He met Mike uh, skateboarding. They right. Were, uh, skate skaters. Yeah. And that's that's how they. But he he worked at um, what was the big uh, record store in, uh, in I think Rough Trade. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, and so he's got a he's got a huge. I mean he knows more about music than anybody else. Wow. And, and then he became an XF. Uh, sorry, uh, FXM. Is it, is it XFM or yeah. I can't get I can't get it straight. Yep. But he was he was a DJ after ah. after, after the oh, after nice, he kind nice. of stopped me yeah. doing it for a living. Yeah. Uh, and, and so he's a, very, and a pundit and a very respected sort of uh, yeah music pundit. And uh, you'll see him on occasionally. I'll, I'll, I you know I'd see him on the back of the CD. He's uh, <laughs> he's on the back of uh, Ultravox. Ha ha ha! In wow. the field, and he's actually a, a pretty good piano player. He plays yeah. a bit of guitar, but he's most known for dancing around. So, Alan, it's that time of the show when we get down to business and we want to talk about bicycles. Hey, rumor has it that you've taken up riding bikes on some of the trails north of the city of Chicago. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's and, you, and you'll get that from my Facebook post because yeah. between all the, all, the, all the gigs and the political ranting, occasionally I, I like to put something pretty up there. And, <laughs> and that's what <laughs> that's the, and that's kind of what that's what it's about. You yeah, know, you, it's it's in the in the mid, middle of you know, this, this work life. You know, um, driving. I try and you know I'm, I'm driving. I'm a salesman, so I'm, I'm trying yep. to sell. And I'm, yep. I know these gigs and there, and then this political yeah. storm that's going on right now. Um, wow. yep. to, to, to actually to actually forget about all of that for, yeah. for three four hours. You got you out into to nature something. Great, yeah. Something lovely to look at, and uh, you know, which is which is everything that Donald and Boris aren't. You know, <laughs> <laughs> something well lovely put. to look at and listen to. Yes, you know, it's, yes. It's, it's, it's very, very. Yeah, that's that's where that's where I can't say this Donald and Boris free environment <laughs> is, is, is something I, I crave on a on a half hourly basis. Thank you. Uh, well put. Well put. Yeah. So, uh, but, it, and, and it's so it's so lot, and I'm and I'm very lucky to be. I mean, I'm 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 out, you know, just just in the near northwest right. suburbs and displays. Right, right. Which is an odd place for anybody to end up, but yeah. um, that's life. But it's you know, if if you look around, you know, you're not too far away from from really really good bike displays. We have a bike trail which uh, 
That one's which incredible. Is when it's not flooding. So when it's not yeah. flooded, it's, yeah. it's fantastic. Yeah. 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 You know, um, Very cool. And I did the, uh, whatever the Skokie Valley one was. Yes. Yes. You go up to the Botanical yeah. Garden. Uh, and then there's Fox River, which I haven't done yet, but that, apparently that goes all the way to Wisconsin, which I, might be worth a try I, one day. Need a little bit more time because I always have to get home in time for me to meet. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Got, yeah. Got no. That way, but. <laughs> no, you you got to get out there. But, Maybe uh, I'll, yeah. I might join you for it's that about one. Freedom, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, it's, and it reminds me of, I mean, when I was growing up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Bath, Bath uh, I go back to Bath, it's, uh, Bath is like a very steep-sided you know, city in a bowl between the Mendips and the, and the nice. Cotswolds. And, and, and uh, you know, you, got, you get a bike for your birthday. I got a bike, I think, when I was about 10 or 11. Right. You bike, and, and I'd go out on that for, you know, eight, nine hours a day. You know, oh, wow, ridden, yeah. You know, ridden, yeah. Ridden 50 yeah. miles, uh, uh, none of it flat. Yeah, right, you know? right, wow, God. <laughs> and most of it, and half, half the time in, in, in the pissing rain. Yeah, and, yeah. But didn't care, it was, and that was kind of... <laughs> <laughs> Nice. There was nothing else to do. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> hear you, man. Money. There was no internet. <laughs> yeah, no, no, exactly. No, so accidentally, accidentally had a you know doing something that was good for you. Yeah, that yeah. You didn't even know. And that's what another thing I like about biking. Right, right. Because uh, you know I've got more and more of a sedentary job. Yeah, I've got yeah. To, you know I go I go to the gym and I try and run and that's. Yeah. What is that? It's, you do that, and, and something new hurts every time I try it. I know. And, and I know. It's like it, eating a plate of green beans or something. <laughs> well, whereas you get you get out in the trails, and it, it's like you got a giant cake. Yeah, it's exactly. Way way Thank better. You. Well put, <laughs> yeah. man. Well put. Yeah, I got to remember yeah. that one. No, that yeah. that's a great line. It's it's true. So, no, it's um, you know, it it. it I, I, it always kills me when I see people riding with the headphones on or the earbuds, and I'm always thinking, no, you know, the whole idea is, you know, enjoy nature, listen to the sounds, hear the wind, ride, yeah, hear yeah, your tires yeah. on the gravel or the pavement, and, and you're right. That that it's got it takes you away, man. It really does. You know, I love it. Hundred yeah, percent yeah, Donald yeah. and yeah. Boris free. <laughs> <laughs> and I like it. I mean, there's very rarely any people. The only thing is, where it's, it's weird when I do it. The, occasionally, if, like the other day, um, yeah. I, I try to go on the displays because somebody said, Oh, you should go to Lake County. It's really, really beautiful. Up. So I thought, Well, I've got three hours, three hours in the afternoon. I'll, I'll, I'll go up to Lake County. I'll put, throw the bike in the back of the car, yeah. drive up to Lake County. And then I get on the trail and, like, Five minutes later, it's it's flooded. So I'm like, oh, oh, right. uh, get back uh, in the car. Yeah. Try so drive another five miles up. Try it again, and, and, and it was this. It's all right. I'm yeah. gonna go to. The, have you ever been to Bussy Woods? So, <laughs> yes. Oh, do you remember? Yeah. And it's nice. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's brilliant. It's like it's a seven or eight mile trail. It goes through the park. It's actually you really nice. You get on nice. there, and and I and I realize I'm I'm, and there's a huge demographic of people right. on, on bikes. Right. And and I'm I'm about the second slowest of all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I mean, like really, really old, spindly guys that look like they, they may not make it the entire circuit, just coming up behind me. And, and I'm like, come on, man. Well, I, I don't know how to go any faster. I, I mean, the agony. I, I didn't realize how how bad at it. I, I mean, you go on the trails; it's just you, really. Or yeah, you know, yeah. you're not overtaking people because yeah. it's, it's only there's only room for one bike. Yeah. So you don't get into any of that. And right. So as soon as it becomes slightly competitive, uh, I, I really. I hear you. I hear you. No, and there's nothing wrong with that. Hey, you know, you you haven't lived till you've gone to Durango, Colorado and done the Tuesday night bike ride, the bike club. And you're riding with Ned Overin and John Tomac and all these world champions. And I'm I'm in the back. I knew I was in trouble when I was passed by a woman who was pregnant and uh, about a 75-year-old man. And I said, you know... (laughs) 
That's it. I'm out here for fun. Yeah. Other bikers. Yeah. Yeah. I'm out here for fun. Do you hear me? I mean, fun. I'm used to, I mean, you, you know, when you, there's another one. You, like, I'll, you know, occasionally I'm on the road because there's a yeah. local park I go around. Yep. I can't be bothered to throw it about the car. I, I yep. don't have much time. And they'll put up one of those um, those police speed things. Right. Yeah. Which is meant to shame you into into going slower, which yeah. it always does when I'm driving. Yeah. I'm, well, you know, I'm 10 miles over or whatever. <laughs> it does the opposite thing when you're on the bike. It's the. <laughs> It goes blank because it can't believe what's going on, and then it throws like a single-digit number. At you. Like, what the? <laughs> <laughs> and and, then, and is anybody? Did anybody see how slow I'm going? You know, it's, it's, I love it, yeah. man. I love it. The speed sign. <laughs> I'm, used, I'm used to shame. There you. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, hey, man. So, so yeah. what we do on Cranking Sprockets is our last celebrity guest is we ask the question. You know, the rest of the show, you know, people call in, they have questions. So I, so I got a question for you, man. So, so this is this is it. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of tales now, bands and musicians like yourself who've actually taken their bikes on the road. I hear about Tom Morello from Rage. I hear about right. um, um, Bob Weir from the, the Dead. David Byrne, I guess. Yeah. I didn't know Byrne had spent his entire musical career with a bicycle and would ride all over the world when huh. he was on tour. So, so I got to ask, man. Um, did you ever take a bike with you, or did you guys ever grab a bike and go for a ride in all the years you're on the road? No, no. <laughs> I didn't. But, but, but Mike, the singer, who is, who's, is really who you ought to be having this conversation, he's done stages. <laughs> stages of the Tour de France and, and all that oh, kind of wow. stuff. Man. But we, I remember that he, used, he did have a bike. We had a nice tour bus right. back in the day when, right. we, when, we, when we sold a few records. Yeah. And and, uh, and the tour bus would pull over in the middle of the desert for no reason. And went, Why are we stopping in the middle of the desert? And he'd get off and he'd ride off some canyon for, for two hours. And we'd all be sat on the bus. What, what the fuck? Just think Can't what you missed. Yeah, just think what you were missing, man. Now, you know what's really so, funny? We is, have to wait. Yeah, yeah. Well, well it's, it's crazy, isn't it? Because just think, man. Now you know you should have gone with. <laughs> exactly, exactly. We did a we did a video. We did, we went to Africa. We went to Namibia yeah. uh, in the, the late '90s, and he and he'd written a, a song called Chemical Number One, which is obviously oh, right. about this adrenal, right. adrenaline thing, you know. And it was all based, you know, we had to be filmed. We was we were sandboarding because yeah. it's it's, yeah. the, it's the world's biggest sand dunes. That's right. Which. Uh, it's just not as soft a landing as, as I thought it would have been, um, <laughs> and, and, and there was you know it was some biking and some some quad biking and all that. Yeah. It was it was meant to you know to make us look like we're this kind of adrenaline junkie. Healthy. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and well, I don't know anybody knew me in the nineties. Uh, the amount of time I spent vertical was pretty limited. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like the biggest lie. That was, <laughs> pretending to be, it was it was real acting. But, um, so, Anyway, now, nice. now, I could, now I could now I could almost fake it. Yeah, yeah, Probably. nice. Well, <laughs> hey, there you go, folks. Check out that video, man. You get to see that, so that's great. So yeah, yes, it's great the way they, they do it all in slow motion. Oh, nice. Looks, I, I gotta go. I, I, I know I've seen it. I know I've seen it on MTV years ago. It I gotta go check holiday. that. Yeah, yeah, I gotta it go was see an that. So. Holiday. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, man. Um, Alan Doughty from Jesus Jones and Waco Brothers and and a lot of other projects you were in. Thank you very much, man. Stay on that bike. Hopefully, we'll see you out in the trail real soon man. i'd love to ride with you thanks buddy so thanks, thanks. Chris. Cool. Uh, cheers mate. take care all right what a great conversation we have with al while i'd like to catch one of his shows i think i'm more psyched to ride the fox river trail in illinois with him or even meet up with him to ride some hills back home in england thanks again al and keep on spinning man hey thanks for tuning in to another episode of crank and sprockets 
Join us next week for more callers, more stories, more fun. And remember, keep spinning. Stars are bright.